Welcome to another Biz Radio Spotlight feature, where we like to introduce you to area businesses and the people behind them. If you'd like to see your business or organization have a spotlight on them, just visit Biz Radio and click on the Spotlight tab, and it'll walk you through from there. Now let's go ahead and meet this episode's Spotlight feature. And let's welcome our guest for this Spotlight. It's Michael Leary. He is an independent agent with David Allen Capital Incorporated, and uh, welcome to Biz Radio. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Pleasure to be here. Well, glad to have you on. And, you know, we were having some fun off air before coming on and, and sharing baseball stories and everything. And this is this is a good time of year to talk about baseball, you know, and playoff season and World Series and everything else. Um, and it's a good distraction from a lot of the stress that a lot of businesses are feeling because we're coming out of COVID and the people that survived it are trying to figure out how to navigate their expansion or growth or regrowth in a lot of businesses case. And so I'm really grateful to have you on today because we're going to be talking about access to capital. And so that's something I'm looking forward to talking about uh, as we move on. But before we do that, I wanted to give you a chance to introduce yourself to the listeners and and, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you got involved doing what you do. Awesome. Um, So again, my name is Michael Leary. I currently reside in North Carolina with my wife and our dog, our rescue. Um, I grew up, went to school, Brooklyn, New York, uh, relocated to North Carolina around 11 years ago. Spent a lot of time in the business services field in uh, Manhattan, New York, with the former Time Warner Cable New York City. Came here and basically spent about seven or eight years in the B2B space, business-to-business servicing, calling on businesses, selling whatever my widget or service was. Quickly got frustrated with that only because I found out how many people call on small businesses and they see salespeople coming through the door. They just they, they know what they look like, they know what they smell like, and they don't have time for them. And then COVID hit. So everybody was in like survival mode. So that kind of prompted me as so many other people have made uh, career and life changes during or as a result of COVID and I had an opportunity to get involved um, in, in a service that actually brought something to the business owners and something that they sorely need. And that is access to capital uh, when they can't get it from their bank. So love what I do now. It's very low key. It's very low pressure. Our whole business model is just meet, greet and inform uh, and the people will they'll reach out. So um, in a good space right now, I'm loving it. Yeah. And, you know, was there was there something in particular that drew you here to the Tar Heel State? I know what my story is. It was it was I, I was in the military at the time and my wife at the time was from uh, from southern Georgia and she wasn't going north of the Mason Dixon line. So, you know, that was, it was really easy for me to figure out that, um, you know, Asheville was the best fit for me moving north. Um, and and I also didn't want to deal with the winters of New England either. But uh, was that. there something in particular that drew you here to North Carolina? There was a few things. And before I elaborate on them, let me uh, just thank you for your service. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. I have a high respect for the military. Um, I have family that's been down in Wilmington for about 35 years. I was the last one to come down. Um, we have a great relationship, which is one of the reasons I didn't move to Wilmington um, <laughs> to keep that. Uh, so primarily that my wife was pushing me to be closer to our family. And the research that I did 11 years ago uh, showed that the triangle was growing. Uh, I love the three universities that are close by. I uh, mm-hmm. love the youthful energy that always surrounds that. And just the different industries that are booming between construction and the medical field and IT. Um, 
it just was a place I wanted to, you know, run out the rest yeah. of my life. There's a yeah. lot of good stories being written right now in, in North Carolina and the business community. And I was stationed at Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. So, you know, okay. I kind of Both blew were. it off. But I actually, you know, I actually was in North, North Carolina. I was stationed in North Carolina for a little bit. And that's when I found Western North Carolina. Um, okay. Boone and Asheville and fell in love and that's that's really more what drew me here but the other one's a funnier story uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about the capital space for a little okay. bit you know um, so many of our listeners are business owners entrepreneurs managers and things like that just give a a broad definition about or or kind of a a rundown of what that looks like for businesses so that people kind of understand where we're starting the conversation from Sure, be glad to. Um, research from the SBA, and this is prior to COVID, so adjust those levels accordingly. 20% of small business owners can get what they need from a bank, either a line of credit or a loan, um, and that all is good to go. Now, they're probably going to have to put up some kind of collateral, either their house or their business. 80% of small business owners cannot get the working capital they need. Um, and anywhere from 70 to 80 percent of businesses that fail in the first five years cite a lack of access to working capital for the reason for the failure. So um, I do not compete with banks. I actually work with bankers and they send me referrals because we share the same goal. And that is to get their business person the capital they need. Um, the bonus to that is if I fund their business person, we're depositing our funds into their bank. So the bank gets credit for new revenue. The business owner gets some money he wants, and hopefully, I get a, a satisfied client that would refer me out. You know, and those are always the best relationships to look for. Is where you know people talk about win-win relationships. I like win-win-win relationships. I always yes, look sir. for three factors in that. You know, mm -hmm. the, the triangle mm -hmm. formation is much stronger. <laughs> yes, three-legged stool, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, tricycle, yeah. and you know, just keep mm -hmm. on going from there. Tripod. Uh, so talk about, you know, when, when a bank refers a, a potential client to you, what's the kind of scenario that that business or that business owner is in that drives them to be a better fit for you to help them navigate their way to capital? They could be um, overlended. They could be, they could, the, uh, FICO could be arranged for them. Now, because what we do is revenue-based and, and we work with a pool of providers, so Think lending tree for your mortgage. When you come to, you know, Michael Leary and David Allen Capital, we're going to take your application. It's going to go out to our pool of providers, and we're going to shop the best deal for you. Now, because it's revenue based, unlike a bank, our our funds are totally collateral free. There's no collateral, and we only look at the last three months of your uh, business statements. So, if the business is earning money and generating revenue, ideally, we would like it to be, you know, going up every month. Uh, being consistent is good too. Heading on a downside is not going to disqualify you. It may just lower the amount that we're willing to fund. Our funding is short term. It's from four to 18 to 24 months, depending on what it is. But we can go up to 2 million and our funds are in your bank within 48 hours after we tell you you're good to go. So that's what differentiates us from a bank bank process. Um, and, you know, they have shareholders that they have to answer to. So it could take weeks. It could take months to get funding. You can tie up your you have to tie up your real estate with collateral. And that's why businesses may come to us or they just might have an opportunity that they need to jump on and they need to jump on it this week or next week. Um, and that's what we provide. And that's what 
business owners with an investor mindset love us for that same reason. They may borrow a hundred thousand, but they know in three, four, six months they're going to turn it into two, three, four hundred thousand or more. So right, um, that becomes a win-win. Right, and that's kind of what I was speaking to a little bit earlier. You know, kind of foreshadowing the conversation a little bit is that you know coming out of COVID, and and I I think. I think all of us that are in businesses that survived COVID, we should have a special lapel pin so we can identify each other and be like, oh, there's a survivor, um, you know, uh, but there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses that really had to reinvent themselves to survive the COVID period. And mm-hmm. a lot of those reinventions or pivots were very painful. And yes. so coming out of it, uh, I'll, I'll give a prime example uh, of with myself. You know, we were just starting to see, you know, COVID starting to turn around and everything. Um, you know, I had to furlough people about six months into COVID when it was it was right. obvious that it wasn't going to turn around quick. Right. And being a business to business, you know, radio station, well, advertising was king, right? Under the old model, that's oh. how it, things happened. And when businesses close, guess what they don't do? They don't advertise. Yeah. And so, you know, we had to we had to make some really hard choices in order to survive. Mm-hmm. And so when things start picking back up and you're coming out of a couple of years of that stagnation and you know you need some working capital to get through, you know, some of the upscaling that you're doing to get back to where you need to be, right. um, you know, then you go and you look for traditional um, sources of that of, of that capital, and I'll say, "Well, but we're looking at your books, and the last two, you know, the last two years, you know, you've had a big drop." Okay, but look at the last three months, <laughs> you know. Right. So, so yep. when you say that, you know, because for me, going through that process earlier this year, that was a very real thing where it's like, well, you know, we can't we can't do this, you know, five thousand dollar thing. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Not even five thousand dollars? You got to be kidding me! You know, mm-hmm. but it was because you know the way you work the books is you know you can't pay a tax bill and everything's going into survival. So it's it's just a thing of you know when you're owning your own business or you're self-employed, you man you, you know you manage that seesaw of what do you what is what is taxable income, what's not taxable right. income, and you ride that back and forth based on the seasons of your business. But uh, it's really encouraging for me as a business owner to know that there are people focused specifically like you on businesses that are going through transitions and need that. I I like the way you framed it, like an investment access to capital, investing Mm -hmm. in themselves. That's a great way to put that. Thank you. You're welcome. So what does the process look like for folks? Because we only have a couple of minutes left here. What is the process to start that conversation with you and explore what options may be available? Super simple. They can reach out to me uh, by email is moneymikegetsfunding at gmail.com. It's moneymikegetsfunding at gmail.com. Or they can go right to the website, uh, which is https colon forward slash forward slash David Allen Capital dot com slash easy funds and that's d-a-v-i-d-a-l-l-e-n-c-a-p-i-t-a-l dot com forward slash easy funds and we're going to make it real easy for folks too if you're listening on the radio station there's a little home icon that you see listening to this um, to this segment right now, just click that button. It'll take you right to uh, what he just told you about. And if you're listening on the podcast, uh, just look in the description of the podcast there, and we'll have all the information and the links right there. So that'll make it easy for folks. And uh, you know, and once again, you know, 
Thank you. I'm glad you made the pivot that you did, Michael. Uh, <laughs> it's good to have some folks out there, you know, um, advocating and, and finding pathways to help businesses uh, that are in growth and transition periods. So thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this Biz Radio Spotlight feature. If you'd like to have a Spotlight feature on your business, click on the Spotlight tab and it'll walk you through from there. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.